Good morning, Pastor Brian here. Thanks for joining me today as we read a psalm a day throughout the book of Psalms. Today we'll be reading Psalm 106 together, and I'll be reading from the Common English Bible as I do, and invite you to follow along however is most meaningful to you. And as we work through this psalm together, it is the last psalm I see in my notes that is a part of Book 4 of the book of Psalms. Uh, they are broken up, and uh, honestly, I don't remember if I've mentioned those in the past, but maybe uh, your Bible, as you are looking and working through it, you'll see that there are the book of Psalms is broken up into different sections. So let's read Psalm 106, and you know, maybe the fact that this is the last book, or the last psalm in this fourth book, uh, maybe that has, uh, maybe it has its place here for a reason. So keep that in mind as we work through the psalm today. Psalm 106. Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord because he is good, because his faithful love endures forever. Who could possibly repeat all of the Lord's mighty acts or publicly recount all his praise? The people who uphold justice who always do what is right, are truly happy. Remember me, Lord, with the favor you show your people. Visit me with your saving help so I can experience the good things your chosen ones experience, so I can rejoice in the joy of your nation, so I can praise along with your possession. We have sinned right along with our ancestors. We've done what is wrong. We've acted wickedly. Our ancestors in Egypt didn't understand your wondrous works. They didn't remember how much faithful love you have. So they rebelled by the sea, at the Red Sea. But God saved them for the sake of his good name, to make known his mighty power. God scolded the Red Sea, and it dried right up. He led them through the deeps like they were a dry desert. God saved them from hostile powers. He redeemed them from the power of the enemy. But the waters covered over the foes. Not one of them survived. So our ancestors trusted God's words. They sang God's praise. But how quickly they forgot what he had done. They wouldn't wait for his advice. They were overcome with craving in the desert. They tested God in the wastelands. God gave them what they asked for. He sent food to satisfy their appetites. But they were jealous of Moses in the camp, jealous too of Aaron, the Lord's holy one. So the earth opened up, swallowing Dathan and covering over Abiram's crowd. Fire blazed throughout the whole group. Flames burned up the wicked. They made a calf at Horeb, bowing down to a metal idol. They traded their glorious God for an image of a bull that eats grass. They forgot the God who saved them, the one who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, awesome deeds at the Reed Sea. So God determined that he would destroy them, except for the fact that Moses, his chosen wood, stood in the way right in front of him and turned God's destructive anger away. But then they rejected the land that was so desirable. They didn't trust God's promise. 
they muttered in their tents and wouldn't listen to the Lord's voice. So God raised his hand against them, making them fall in the desert, scattering their offspring among the nations, casting them across many lands. They joined themselves to Baal Peor and ate sacrifices offered to the dead. They made God angry by what they did. So a plague broke out against them. Then Phinehas stood up and prayed, and the plague was contained. That's why Phinehas is considered righteous, generation after generation, forever. But they angered God at Meribah's waters, and things went badly for Moses because of them, because they made him bitter, so that he spoke rashly with his lips. They didn't destroy the nations as the Lord had ordered them to do. Instead, they got mixed up with the nations, learning what they did and serving those false gods, which became a trap for them. They sacrificed their own sons and daughters to demons. They shed innocent blood, the blood of their own sons and daughters, the ones they sacrificed to Canaan's false gods, so the land was defiled by the bloodshed. They made themselves unclean by what they did. They prostituted themselves by their actions. So the Lord's anger burned against his people. He despised his own possession. God handed them over to the nations. People who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies oppressed them, and they were humbled under their power. God delivered them numerous times, but they were determined to rebel. And so they were brought down by their own sin. But God saw their distress when they heard their loud cries. God remembered his covenant for their sake, and because of how much faithful love he has, God changed his mind. God allowed them to receive compassion from all their captors. Lord our God, save us. Gather us back together from among all the nations so we can give thanks to your holy name and rejoice in your praise. Bless the Lord, God of Israel, from forever ago to forever from now, and let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. That's the end of Psalm 106, and the end of, or the end of Psalm, uh, or the end of Book Four. And one of the things that I wanted to to just point out really quickly is my notes also say, or commentary also says that that verse 48, "Bless the Lord, the God of Israel, from forever ago to forever from now." Uh, could have been in a doxology, you know, an ending of worship that was added uh, at a later time. It, it doesn't quite entirely fit the structure. And so just, you know, take that for what it is. And at the same time, it is, I love it. It's beautiful. And I'm glad that it's there for us to see and to, to be that as a part of our scriptures. One of the things that I also wanted to say is that, uh, you know, yesterday, if you joined me, we saw that uh, it recounted all of God's deeds and God's faithfulness and, and didn't at all remember the sins of the people. And now here we go. Here's all the sins of the people and the things that they, they did amidst their grumblings and frustrations of, from the time of, of Egypt onward, which caused a lot of tension between God and God's promises and the people and worshiping other gods and that struggle and that tension and that that 
frustration, as I said, eventually leads to exile. And so this psalm is uh, later in that it talks about the exile and probably the Babylonian exile, I would say, because that was the first one. And so they're asking for deliverance. They know that they've done wrong. They know that they've not been the greatest uh, people in their faithfulness to the covenant that God made with them, but they still want God to be there for them. They still want God to save them, to gather them back together, to give them back to that, that place that they were given, and for God to remember God's covenant. And so they give thanks to God because they've seen throughout how God has continued to be faithful, how how God has continued to love them in and through all of the frustrations, through all of the, the back and forth between faithfulness and unfaithfulness and by people. And yet God has always been faithful through all of that. And I think that's where I want to end my thought for the day is that God has been faithful through all of the ups and the downs and the back and the forth of the history of Israel all the way up until today through the life of Jesus, through the early Christians. And then, as I said to us today, God is faithful. No matter what happens in this life, no matter where we find ourselves, that God is there. And that can't be emphasized enough. And so again, as the psalm ends itself, praise the Lord. And we do praise the Lord for that. So what did you hear? invite you to, to write it down, to share it with a friend, to share it with us. As always, take care of yourselves, stay safe, and God bless.